Hey everyone, Steven Jensen here with Jesse Davin in audio form again today. Good to have Jesse back, even if it is just this picture of her here on the screen. But uh, <laughs> welcome back, Jesse, and welcome everyone back to the chat. Um, missed y'all. We had a uh, last week off, so it's good to be back and talk some pro wrestling. But uh, before we get started, and we got a couple super chats to address here right off the top too. Jesse, how you been? Been doing good. Just been busy with mom life. Got. A sick kid after me being sick and just trying to get everybody healthy and happy, but we're happy. Just got to get healthy. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, as you know, me and Jesse were talking before the show. I did a in-person interview earlier today <clears throat> with a friend of mine named Zoe Walker, who's now known in the wrestling world as Gemma Jules, and she is um, a trainee of the Nightmare Factory in the Atlanta, Georgia area, where you know Cody, obviously a part owner. She was mainly trained by Q T Marshall and Glacier. So uh, it was a lot of fun to talk to her. She just had her first match recently and has some bookings coming up. So did that today. There's been a lot of good wrestling over the weekend. NWA is back. I mean, that was good. So there's a, a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into the chat today, y'all, I want to give a huge shout out to Corey. Because Corey, Corey as always, hitting us with the super chats. He uh, He hit us with two before we got started. First one says, lots of love for you, Jesse. And I'm sure that's much appreciated on Jesse's end. I appreciate, and I appreciate it too, Corey. Like, so (laughs) even though you say, even though it's Jesse specific, um, something that a lot of people don't know is I stay in touch with a lot of the viewers, just like through DMS and Twitter and whatnot. And, uh, uh, I talk to Corey fairly often, uh, just about random wrestling stuff. So like, um, you know, Corey, big, big, big supporter of what we do here on the channel. And he also says, yeah, just showing more support for Jesse and her family. Lots of love, prayers, and positive vibes your way. Um, and for your family's happiness, health, and success always. So a lot of love from Corey towards Jesse yeah. on today's channel. Or on today's stream. Oh, well, thank you. And I'm sure there's some of it is for you, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to. I won't take it personally. No worries. Um, <laughs> but uh, if anybody does want to send super chats or donations, that's always greatly appreciated. The super chats can be done right through the... Um, right through YouTube, and the donation links are in the description below. So uh, either way, you'll get your questions answered, your comments read out. I'd love to hear what y'all think about, you know, The Fiend, because we're going to talk quite a bit about, you know, that, and I want to know what your thoughts on the WrestleMania card is, like whether they're getting this right or getting it wrong. We're going to talk about some of, like, the matches that have been announced. This will probably be a fairly heavy WWE episode, which is pretty rare for, for our show. Um, so if y'all, this is your chance, y'all, like anybody who's been waiting for us to be a really kind of deep dive on, you know, WrestleMania related topics and stuff. Today's a great time to, to make your voice heard. So uh, once again, Super Chat Foundation is really, really, really appreciated. Um, and uh, good to see everyone here in the chat. Chanel Morgan's here. Robert Hall's here. Kenny the Bastard's here. Um, Jordan Lasseter, Yay. he's here like all the time. Um, yes. so, uh, so yeah, wel- welcome back everybody. Ooh, glad everyone's here. Yes, and Jesse, of course, is very busy. I uh, before we got started, I could see her whole setup over there. It's like Scarlett's <laughs> there, like playing with. Uh, she's like eating her her lunch, but like play date with like the fake food and her doll next to her. And Savannah's, you know, up on Jesse and everything. And it's so it's good. That it's, I'm glad that we were <laughs> able to get a, a few minutes from you because I know it hasn't been easy to to get any kind of break lately. No, it has not, but hopefully, you know, it's only temporary, you know what sure, I mean? Sure, well, it's, and I've said it a trillion times, like, that's way more important than this show, so it's like, 
I would I would have I would have questions about you as a human being if like <laughs> if there wasn't some sort of you know what I mean like you have to you you got to yeah. you got to be there. I was like oh yeah whatever yeah. just don't ignore the babies crying in the background. <laughs> well, the funny thing was when right right at I think it was probably right before you went into labor, um, me and Sean Ross Sapp did a a review for one of the Impact pay per views uh, on the Fightful YouTube channel. And he was giving you a bunch of crap because he was like, "Oh, what? Jesse's gonna take a break? She's not. She's not gonna jump on there while she's on while she's in labor. Like, oh yeah, some dedication she's got." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I got so much crap for posting that one video of me during the Royal Rumble while I was giving birth. Right. Oh my god! Like literally, everyone was like, "Oh my god, this woman's tweeting." Oh, it's so stupid. But whatever. yeah, no. My thing is like, as long as it doesn't put your child at any kind of risk who cares right who cares yeah i know so, yeah but yeah anyways we're making it yeah, work we're making it work and we'll be back to normal again for y'all uh with like both of us on video and doing this uh you know at least once a week and maybe going back to twice a week or something sometime you know in the in the future so we appreciate everyone who's been yeah. you know sticking with us and hanging out and um and all that good stuff but Definitely appreciate it greatly. Yeah, for sure. And the channel continues to grow. I mean, it's at like 12, 12.5 yeah. or something now or something like that. Yes, it is. And, uh, it and is. just so y'all know, I still have the money for Brody Lee's family. Like, I have that yeah. still in my PayPal account. And we're just, I'm just waiting to find out, like, the last time I checked was a couple weeks back. I'm waiting to find out, like, the how you get the money to the Amanda Huber Brody Lee foundation that they're starting i don't know how you do that yet but like the money's there and it will get sent yeah. to them just want to yeah. follow up with that for everybody and um and we still do plan on doing a giveaway because you know we were planning on doing that at ten thousand, but now we're at like 12.5 <laughs> but like obviously with the stuff that's been going on with jesse like it's kind of hard to coordinate because we because it's we have other companies involved with this where we're trying to get stuff sent from them and the timing was yeah. just really really it's funny because like we hit the mark we wanted to faster than we expected to so so now it's we were like oh geez. <laughs> so uh <clears throat> so we do we do still plan on doing that stuff for y'all too i just wanted to follow up on that stuff too because it's been a minute since we talked about that so it, i know that was good to mention i was gonna i was gonna mention that too because i was thinking about that the other day trying to figure out more stuff kind of deep dive into trying to figure out where to send that money but i'm sure eventually it'll become an increasingly more clear where to send it to and we'll be one of the first people to exactly. do it and if it's out there already like somebody just send me a message and let me know, let us know. <clears throat> yeah. um because like the from the research i did i was seeing a lot of like a lot of Brody lee memorial stuff but i couldn't find just like a like here's the foundation here's how you donate to like you know to the you know. i want to hear it from like amanda herself exactly because I mean? surely she'll put like a link out or something that's like hey this is the official you know and it's like once we know what that is and i have that correct information you know, I just don't want to ever get to a point where, not that this has happened, I just don't want to get to a point that somebody, like, asks us about that and we're like, oh, yeah, we didn't send it. Because, like, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Um, I've literally have a spot in my PayPal that's like, don't touch this because this is the going over here. Yes. So, um, anyways, that all being said, where do you want to start today, Jesse? Do you want to talk about, like, The Fiend or, like, Fastlane or what? Um... I guess we can talk about, like, The Fiend and Fastlane and stuff. I guess that's where we can kind of go. Because, I mean, that was that's kind of, like, the big thing right now, other than, like, the Hall of Fame, which just, like, broke. But Yeah, and there's also the, uh, the Peacock news, how they're, like, editing old footage and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know much 
about that. I, I just kind of saw stuff about yeah, that. Yeah, I haven't looked too into it myself. I did see that Fightful Select was was talking about that. Um, from Here's my thing. Here's my stance. And I'll just give you a quick stance on this, because this is probably a good spot to start today. And just so you all know, we'll probably do about an hour or so, so make sure you get those Super Chats and donations, and, and we'll definitely address anything you all want us to before we get off the air. The thing with... with I, I saw this coming with the Peacock move. I really did. When they when they made this deal with NBC, I was like, there's going to be things that the network currently has that they're just not going to want to be associated with. And the big one that comes to mind is obviously anything that has to do with Chris Benoit, um, which is understandable. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. I'm surprised that the network didn't, like, scrub any of that themselves. Well, they, they did have a disclaimer before anything that he was in that was like, hey, our views don't, like align with the personal lives of the act like it's a very clear like like they put they put a disclaimer in front of anything that has him in it but oh okay kind of like disney does with the old exactly and i've heard that actual that exact comparison i'm glad you brought that up because people are saying that they've done that with disney movies on disney plus for stuff that's basically like you know there might be like a, a cartoon where you know they say something or do something where, like, back in the day, nobody really thought much of it. But now it's, like, totally not cool anymore. But, like, they don't want to just re-edit or get rid of the movie altogether. So they put that disclaimer up, like, hey, times have changed. Keep that in mind while you watch this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot what you uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't seen that on Disney+, Plus, but I'm assuming that's kind of what it is, right? It's, like, probably... Yes. It's, like, a this... this um like this doesn't like it basically says like you know back in in the day you know things were different this doesn't reflect what disney the company represents now right kind of thing yeah so like i mean if the wwe or if peacock rather did that with wwe footage um like i'd be okay with that That's like they should do. yeah but what i'm afraid they're gonna do and what i'm hearing a little bit of like what i keep hearing is attitude era that's what i keep hearing and it's like, if they go in there and then, like, because here's the thing, like, was there a lot of, like, really wild, like, misogynistic type stuff going on? Absolutely. Like, 100%. Like, there was there was stuff going on where the women were, like, forced to, like, take their clothes off in the ring and, uh, you know, women were, like, getting hit on the show and stuff, like, non-willingly and stuff. You know, like, there was stuff like that. There's, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin was, like, a clear alcoholic, and, like, I don't know if they want to, like, endorse that or not as a character on the show. I don't know. There's stuff about... But here's the thing. That was the time we were living in. Like, so... Exactly. You know, that's just part of, like, history. That's, that's my thing, is, like, my... my th- I, I understand if there's things about the Attitude Era... The Chris Benoit thing, I understand. Not wanting to be associated with that person and that name. I get that. He killed himself and his family. It was despicable. Like, there's no, there's no, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with any, if anybody wants to disassociate with him, oh, fine. Yeah. But, like, Absolutely. we're going to get, we're getting into this kind of really scary situation where it's like, if they start. It's a gray area. Yeah, well, because that's the thing is, like, what's. What's stopping this from happening to, like, anything that you liked growing up? Because if you look at anything, like, if you looked at, like, the Nickelodeon cartoons that we grew up on, I promise you there's something in every one of those shows that is no longer politically correct. 
you know but oh, did yeah. it make me a screwed up person no like i i could and also once you get to a certain age you recognize like this is a joke this is a certain type of context this oh okay like i'm watching a movie from you know the 50s and they just dropped the n-bomb that's really 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 screwed up but should the movie not exist oh, yeah. anymore like i think we can make the like make that connection in our head like we don't think that's cool anymore and like i'm sure a lot of people never thought it was cool but at the end of the day it's like you know what i mean i feel like we're in the slippery slope where like everything is at risk of this happening yeah i i agree with that i mean there's uh... Maybe, I don't know, I don't really know what to do here because, like, I, I see both sides of the argument, but maybe just have, like, a a censored version and an uncensored version. Like, do that if you want to. I don't, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, the whole Peacock Network seems kind of messed up anyway. You can't get it on Fire Stick. You can't go, can't pause. You can't go back. You can't, there's, like, and just the whole rollout of the thing has been, to me, very messy which it should not have been for such a major network. And then for them to go and do this, I mean, they're in kind of hot water with the WWE audience anyway. And I get like from a PR standpoint, I get why they want to kind of go in and kind of clean it up, clean up kind of like all the raunchy stuff, all the controversial stuff. But like, you're talking about WWE fans who like live and breathe the attitude era. And to even mention that you're going to censor that is like sacrilege. Aside from the Benoit stuff, obviously. Sure. So, I just, man, I don't know. I, it's just, it's, it's weird, man. I mean, just keep the, keep the disclaimer. Just keep the disclaimer. I don't understand why we have to go in and remove things. Yeah, and I, I like the idea of a censored and uncensored version. If they can figure something like that out, where it's like, if you don't want your kids watching something, yeah. but you want them to be able to, you know, know about these eras. Yeah, sure. Um, Brandon in the chat, um, also known as Instant Classic. What's up, Brandon? The guy, OG YouTuber. He's super, super smart when it comes to wrestling. Uh, he says, I wish they'd keep the network as um, as is without the live or newer content. I gladly still pay $10 for the archives. Not excited about the Peacock transition. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. I'm really glad I held on to... I have, like, stacks of DVDs that I have considered getting rid of for years and I'm glad I held on to them because I don't know how much of this stuff's going to even make it to Peacock. I know that's kind of sad, especially like for someone like me who, um, not for me, it's not sad for me. I mean, whatever, but I'm saying like for people that want to go back and kind of say, Hey, I, you know, new viewers that they go, Hey, I'm seeing stuff on the net on, you know, pay-per-views people talking about Shawn Michaels. Who is that? And you want to go back and look at the entire history of Shawn Michaels. If you're going to cut out a bunch of DX stuff, you know, you're not getting the full story. You're not getting the full history of what he's about and who he is and his evolution as a wrestler and all that, you know, business. So it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's like, you're going to be teaching people, like, not the actual history. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and that's something that I think people need to kind of take into account too is like I think what we're we're kind of what we're dealing with in like today's society is like everyone wanting this massive overhaul of the way everybody thinks like super super fast. Like let's make it happen. Anybody you don't agree with you call out. Anybody you know and all this stuff. And we have to also keep it a, a like 
keep in mind that a lot of these really messed up things that like are no longer okay which rightfully shouldn't be okay anymore weren't that long ago like we're still we still have exactly it's incredible it's incredible to see how much culture has changed it really is and like without knowing why we've changed and like why like you know it's it's there's certain things of course you don't want to like see or think about and stuff but like when you think about it it's like it like it makes sense that there's still some people that are behind the curve on like you know the progressive side and whatnot but it's also like does that mean that we have to completely erase the history that led up to here like are adults not are can adults not think for themselves so much to the point where it's like you see something that happened a long time ago and you see that and you realize like, Oh, that isn't okay. Like, that's not, that's not cool. Like, that's not good at all right there. Like, does that mean like that should just be like, like wiped off of history altogether just because it's something that like was bad. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, that's how you learn. That's how future generations go back and go. The reason we don't say these things is because of this right here. Here's the example. Watch it. Right. How does that make you feel? You know, you talk about it like that. How does that make you feel when you see yeah, that? Or there's or these, these and... movies with great stories with like really questionable language now, but like the language wasn't questioned then. Yeah. So like, you know, do you just get rid of everything? Because it's like, you know, can can no kid in in the future watch uh, Rocco's Modern Life because there's like some adult humor in that show? You know what I mean? Oh, Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. You know, so it's like. It's it's tough because because on one hand, like I'm very on the side of like, like there are words that I used to use that I will call other people out now mm-hmm. if I hear them say it. Well, I'll be like, yo, you can't say yeah. that. That's not OK. Like, I like, you know what I mean? But like, but yes. I, but I'll admit, like, you know what I mean? Like, so sh- am I should I be canceled? Like, because I've said stuff in the past that I totally yeah. regret and would never say ever again. That's the slippery slope, man. That's the slippery it, slope. That's what we're. That's the whole conundrum, you know? That's why it's like, man, just leave it like it is and hold people accountable for it. You know, like, leave it the way it is. Don't erase it. Let people hold themselves accountable saying, yeah, we did this. Let WWE hold themselves accountable. Say, yeah, we did this stuff. It was messed up, but we've learned. And now look at us and we're growing and we're changing. We're not doing that anymore. Let them hold themselves accountable. Exactly. And and let's also be honest about this, too. When, When a lot of this stuff happened that will probably get censored by Peacock, the show was rated, you know, NC-17 or whatever. Like, it was for adults. Yeah. Now the show is rated PG. It's for children. Like, it's two completely different things. That doesn't mean it should just be erased out of history. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it almost kind of seems like if you erase all that and be like, oh, that never happened, it's, like, shady. It's not trustworthy. It's shady. Why are you erasing that? You know? It just seems shady. So it's like, no, just keep it the way it is. Let them be accountable. Let them apologize. And, you know, let people make their own decisions based on the actual things that happened. If that, if, if you see that and it makes you not want to be a fan of the today's programming, so be it. But don't not leave it out because then if these people find out, these people that don't want to watch, if they find out that those things were said and because they didn't see that, they're still a fan, they're going to be extremely upset, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you it's like, like like someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin's like the most cancelable human being ever. Uh, as like a wrestling character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. a beer yeah. drinker who like had his domestic issues outside of the ring and 
also, you know, like I like the promos you used to cut in ECW were like, I mean, it's like, and here's the thing: am I saying it was all wrong? No, because like that's how he became Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's how he got this the whole entertainment landscape of WWE, WWF. Like that's that's why there was 10 million people watching wrestling on Mondays in the in the 90s. Like, like it was because of these edgy characters. The the product has changed, and and our culture has changed over time. But to go back and erase that stuff, I think, is ludicrous. I really do. Um, yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon used a racial slur that one time. On television. Like, as a joke. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've come a long way since that. My goodness. Yeah, for real. I mean, and I would would bet anything that that'll get taken. I mean, should that get taken out of, probably. But it's also, like, it happened and we saw it. Or, like, at least bleep it. Bleep it or something. something. But I'm... I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I don't want to hear it either. And here's the thing. It should have never been said to begin with. But it's like, it's one of those. Even back then, that was Exactly. There there were certain things that I think everyone should just kind of stay away from, like, no matter what. And that's one of them. Um, Dylan, what's up, man? Welcome back to the chat. Hey, Dylan. Um, But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it. I understand the idea. I understand wanting. We're just living in a completely different time now than we were when a lot of this stuff was happening. And then on top of that, like. If they're going to target, like, the Attitude Era, like, I can't even imagine... And here's the other thing. It's kind of, like, how far back do people even care? You know what I mean? Because, like, there has... Surely there are things from, like, the 70s and 80s that are much, much more screwed up. You know what I mean? Like, the language they used to use and their feelings towards, you know, people that, like, we embrace nowadays and stuff, like... Yeah. I, I by these standards, I feel like everything would have to get canceled. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know how you just wipe. There's gonna be like nothing. They should just do like prayers. Just just live stream church. <laughs> live stream church on Peacock. And that's that's what I'm interested about the whole this whole kind of thing with with you know quote unquote cancel culture and whatnot is I think there will be kind of a plateau at some point where it's like enough things I get kind of canceled that everyone involved is kind of looking at each other like do we really want everything to get like how lame is our lives gonna be with with every like you know people are different like it's okay to have different views than other people like and just you know like i'm not gonna agree with everybody i'm not gonna like everybody but like that doesn't mean i think that they should be completely censored either yeah the the pendulum swings both ways i mean it's gonna eventually swing hopefully not completely the other way but um Hopefully we can find a happy medium yeah. eventually. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, we'll see what happens with Peacock. You know, that's that's probably, yeah. you know, it's, uh, I know me and Doug are going to talk about that on his YouTube channel tomorrow night. We'll, we'll probably go live at like 10 p.m. Eastern. We usually do pretty late, but I know he'll have a lot of thoughts on that. If anyone wants like more thoughts on, we'll probably go pretty, pretty awesome. deep into that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that was a good, I mean, so we got the Peacock thing going on. What was the, the other WWE news that you, Hall of Fame? Is that what you said? I mean, there's Hall of Fame, like Kane's in the Hall of Fame, Great Khali, I think, and then, you know, Fightful. I don't know if that one's it public is. yet or if that's yeah. still so. Okay, so RVD. Um, who else? Um, I, I saw Batista Eric- isn't going to yeah. go, but like. Yeah, Batista isn't gonna go, but that's just because they want him to be in front of a crowd, right? Well, I think he's, I oh, think yeah. he's doing a movie. Further, an op- yeah, yeah, big time Batista. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Um, yeah, man, good for him. 
Yeah, yeah, I saw the I saw the video today. Molly Holly. Oh, yeah, 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 good call. Good call. Yeah. I saw the video today of um Undertaker telling Kane and it was good to see like he was definitely taken back by it. Undertaker was in his car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why was he in his car? <laughs> Sorry. It was cute though. It was cute. I'm not a fan of the great Collie going in, but I think that there are worse performers that are currently in, so it's hard for me to argue it. Um Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with know. that. Um, yeah. At least Kali was a former World Heavyweight Champion. At least, at least they can say that there are people in that Hall of Fame that. Yeah. The new Hall of Fame is kind of a joke, in my opinion. To be completely honest, like I feel really happy for the people who get their moment and like get get to be a part of it and everything. I know it means a lot to a lot of wrestlers, but it's I don't know. And I think Kali kind of like. Yeah, it's kind of a. And plus, it's like so. No offense, but it's so boring to me. We went to the one Hall of Fame for WrestleMania. Oh my god, it was so boring. Oh right, the actual ceremony. <laughs> yeah, it's long. Yeah, it's so long. They do like all the red carpet and all that stuff like beforehand. Yeah. Long. Um, Robert Hall says, "Kali Kane RVD confirmed." Yeah, and RVD one billion percent deserves it. I, I have no dispute on that one. Yeah, yeah, I think you know he deserves yeah. that. He's... Him and Kane, unquestionably. Oh, absolutely. And they were four tag team champions together, the two of them. That's right. I wonder if they'll both get inducted. No, <laughs> but I mean, it'd be cool if they mentioned it. Or if, like, one was after the other and they kind of, like, cross paths or something. Like, Yeah, that would be cute. They should do that. Robert says it was by Frightful. Yeah, by Frightful. By Fightful. Yeah, they broke... <laughs> 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 Fightful, Fightful, uh, Fightful Select actually uh, broke the news of the Rob Van Dam thing. Yes. And guess where you can listen to me on Sundays? Over at FightfulSelect.com. Yeah. Fightful Weekender Podcast, baby. Check it out. Um, they've got some good scoops over there on Fightful, and they've got your Weekender. Yeah, they got Alice Pulaski's Sour Graps. Um, they got yeah. uh, yes. Shaq is doing uh, the one-two punch on there now. Uh, so they got a lot of good content. Uh, Shaq, Shaq, the for fightful MMA, not Shaquille O'Neal. Just in case anybody maybe heard that and was oh like Shaquille O'Neal. Um, if we had Shaquille O'Neal, we'd I, 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 I would use connections from Shaquille O'Neal to meet Aaron Carter. That's how I'd use that. Ah, uh, yes. Oh my God, I forgot about that that partnership. How I beat Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I beat Shaq. I remember that. You know song. he's. Aaron Carter's boxing Lamar Odom soon. What? Yeah, the NBA former NBA player. <laughs> what the one that was on crack? Yeah, yeah, the Kardashian or whatever. Who was on crack? <laughs> Stephen A. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, they're boxing each other. It's like three one round. I think it's three one minute rounds. It's some sort of celebrity boxing thing. Wow. Yeah. I still keep up with Aaron Carter Yeesh. a little bit. He's had quite the life story. And he's got a giant face tat Yeesh, now. Yeah. Issues. Yeah. He's had some issues. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and Kenny says, but, uh, you know, Molly is a clear headliner. And I didn't I didn't want to breeze past that. Like, Molly Holly, a billion percent yes. deserves it, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was really out there killing it in the ring when there was, like, very few... Like, they had women on the roster, but they were more of, like, the diva-type, like, models, playboy-type stuff. Like, Yeah. She was definitely um, a difference-maker, sort of. She kind of stood out in the best way possible. Yeah, for sure. And, the, and um, yeah, like, she was, like, an actual... 
it's, it sounds misogynistic to say, but like I, y'all understand, like who watched it back in the day, like there was a lot of rest, women's wrestling during the time that Molly Holly was really in her prime. Like she was one of the few women actually wrestling. Like the rest of it was like cat yes. fight type stuff, wrestling in 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 bowls in, in tubs full of gravy and that kind of brawn panties matches. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was more. Uh, they were just eye candy. She was. She was more than eye candy. I mean, it's funny because she came into wrestling as eye candy with a uh, yes, exactly. She was with Randy Savage in WCW as uh, as Mona, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's all I knew her as because I was a huge WCW fan. And Randy Savage is my favorite wrestler. Him, him, Jericho, and uh, well, him and Jericho basically, and Cody because you know I love Cody. But those are uh, those are like my favorite wrestlers ever. And then I went. Uh, then she randomly popped up on WWF one day, and they were calling her Molly Holly, and I was like, "Wait, like, Miss Madness from like WCW is is Molly is now related to the Hall Crash and Hardcore Holly? Like what?" I was so confused, and then, but then it turned out just she was a great wrestler, and I was like, "Why didn't WCW have her to wrestle? Like they had like what the hell? Why didn't they?" What? You had her, this talent the yeah, whole time. Yeah, exactly that. It was like they had this talent and they just had her standing outside of the ring while, while Savage was wrestling. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, she was great. Totally deserves it. Couldn't agree more. Um, Jordan Lasseter says, I wonder if Liger is going to come to the States. That's right, because Liger, I think, was announced for last year's Hall of Fame that didn't that they didn't get to do. Was he really? I think he was. Um, was he? I'd have to double check. Someone in the chat let me know. I mean, I guess I could look it up on my computer. Um, Jushin Liger, WWE Hall of Fame. Let's see. Um, yep, he was uh, he's class of 2020. Oh, wow. So. I forgot about that somehow. Yeah, that's a good question, uh, Jordan. Because I don't know if Liger, I don't know how that's working with uh I'm assuming he's like oh, residing yeah. in Japan at the moment, so like I, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. I guess I, I guess I mean he's got plenty of time. Well, no, they're taping it, aren't they? Yeah, they're taping it. I think. So they'll probably just tape his over in Japan. Yeah, good call. That's probably what they'll do. Just... Yeah, but good to see him. And I mean, he's a he's a no brainer. Even though he only wrestled one match ever for the WWE and was on NXT against, uh, he's still a legend. Yeah, he's still a legend. Yeah, hundred percent. I still remember him, uh, him wrestling for the WCW Cruiserweight Title on Monday Nitro, and like it was maybe it might have been the first ever Nitro match. Might have been Brian Pillman and Jushin Liger actually. Um, wow. Someone in the chat will definitely be able to confirm if I'm right about that or if I just totally made that up. But um, yeah. But yeah, okay, shit. Is there any more uh, Hall of Fame-related stuff to talk about? Anyone else? Anything else? No, I don't, not, not that I can think of. Nothing that I'm like, that's pressing. Yeah, I'm happy to see the NWO going in. I just wish there was like a crowd for all this yeah. stuff. Or I know, that's something. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll have a crowd, but it will be, you know, not the as much of a crowd as what it, you know, not as many people as most years. I, I thought they were taping it. I thought they were taping the whole thing. Um, but yeah, well, I, I don't know if it's like, is it a closed set for the tapings is what I'm saying. That's true. They should have at least some people. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward. I mean, they got, they got some good, we got some good talent going in. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to just 
I'm excited to see WrestleMania, even though, like, I'm not that pumped for the card, but I can't wait to see, like... The two nights yeah, again in front, in front of, of a crowd. crowd. Like, I, I went back yesterday, actually, and I was watching, like, just some moments that I really marked out for. Most of the stuff, like, that I was live at, and, like, we talk about a lot on the show, but Aww. last night I watched when the Hardys returned at WrestleMania 33... Yeah. Um, I watched when I watched the opening to WrestleMania 30. I was. Were you at that one too in New Orleans? No, I was. I've only ever been to 30. Okay, gotcha. Um, so at 30 at WrestleMania 30, New Orleans, the show opened with. This was Hulk Hogan, you know, pre uh, controversy. So he's out there in the ring, and you know, people are going nuts because he's the host of WrestleMania, and he, that was the time where you kept calling the Superdome the Silverdome, and. uh and people are just losing their minds because it's like Hulk Hogan's back with the WWE. This is wild. And then the glass shatters and Steve Austin comes out and Austin and Hogan are face to face and everyone's going nuts because it's the dream match that we never got. And they're going back and forth and the rocks music hits and he comes out. And now like the three biggest stars that WWE's ever had are together in the ring. And it was like, I'm just in the, on the crowd just going nuts. And like, that's, I miss that so much. Oh, I know such I know. I I was watching. Uh, you know, obviously Ohio State got. Oops. Ohio State got um, upset in March Madness, in the first round. Um, but you know, you're watching like I was watching like a sportsman, like a buzzer beater in the tournament like years ago, and just seeing the crowd, and just watching that, and then you watch like wrestling moments with crowds. And you just go and you just kind of like you, you keep repeating the big moment to look at the crowd, and you're just like, oh, I miss that so much. Yeah, it's so true. It's funny because WrestleMania 30, when this was happening, like this, when I was watching the opening of the show, there the cameras panning around to the crowd, like like you know just people's reactions as it's all, as this is all happening, and it's so funny because they show some of the same people that they wound up panning in on after the Undertaker's streak got broken by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> So you see them, like, at the beginning of the show just having the best time of their life, and then, like, The Undertaker loses, and they show the same person, and they're just like... How it started versus how it's going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100% that. Um, And that was me, by the way, too. Like, I was completely... A jaw on the ground, just... what? Like, I was sure there was a mistake. I can imagine your face exactly. I, I'll show you. I I'll imagine. show you a picture one day. Someone has a picture of like me from behind during it because, oh, yeah. Really? So I I've talked about him before, but my uh, my buddy who works for the Pelicans, he they they have um box seats like in the Superdome. So I was able to sit in a in a box for the show. I like, super lucky. And I was, I was like the first row of seats in this box. And like my feet were literally hanging over like the guardrail, you know, like hanging over the ring basically. And, and when the undertaker lost, someone took a picture like from behind and it's like me with like just my arms up in the air and my head down, just like, just complete disappointment. And Yo, that's <laughs> yeah, I got to find that picture. Like. I mean, that's incredible. But, it's, but it is moments like that where it's just like, I, I can't wait to see. I mean, people, I, I understand people's views on like the pandemic. I get all this stuff. Like I get that. Yeah. I get that we're so damn close and people are getting vaccinated and like, you know, like why not just wait a little bit longer when things are safe? Like I get all that. But as a fan, I'm going to be honest, like it's going to be really cool to, to see and hear that. Again. So. I know it's gonna be like emotional. It's gonna be the biggest crowd since the Super Bowl. 
That's wild. In Tampa. When you know yeah. the UFC is doing like full capacity shows soon now again too. Well, so yeah, yeah there. I mean, it's it's opening up. They're going to Jacksonville. You know, no surprise there. They're going to Jacksonville for their first pay per view back, and then they're going to Houston, Texas after that, and they're letting people in. So, well, speaking of the Hall of Fame, they are taping Thunderdome um, footage right now for the Hall of Fame. According to Wrestling Inc., they're making people uh, have serious or intellectual in, intellectual li, intellectual listening reactions, polite applause, crazy reactions, laughing. So I, I guess it'll be in the Thunderdome. Well, hold on, though. What? I want to make sure that I I have to be missing something. Well, they're they're not getting to see the Hall of Fame though. No, they're not seeing. I don't. They said it says WWE has been filming Thunderdome fan footage at recent tapings for use in the upcoming Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So I guess during like Raw and stuff, they're doing it. As my husband coughs up a lung. I. So are, I, I get I get that they're using pre-recorded footage. Oh yes, yeah, fans who were in the virtual Thunderdome crowd for the last two Raw shows noted that WWE asked them to do reactions to be recorded for the Hall of Fame. Wait, so they didn't even pull reactions from, like, them just, like, marking out during the show. They had them, like, just film... No natural reaction. Sorry, what was that? What kind of reaction? No, it's no natural reactions. It's all, like, posed. That's so lame. That's so lame. Wait, so there's they're literally just filming, like, like I like I could like it basically be me sitting here recording myself being like like right now for no reason and then they just use that yes exactly it says one fan noted that that they were recorded doing laugh reactions and crazy cheering a formal or polite applause clapping and a serious or intellectual listening reaction that ruins the whole thing for me knowing that I know Ugh. terrible sorry y'all I mean I I, I it would be cool for people who get to be involved, I guess, to like be there. But it's like that's it's it's like with the um, I've noticed every now and then whenever I'm like paying attention to Raw, which is very rarely lately. But every now and then they'll show like a celebrity in the Thunderdome, and it's clearly a loop of them because it'll be them like yes, you know, it'll be like <laughs> the same exact thing, just looping over and over. Like they're not there at all. It's like, ugh. Next time WWE is on TV, I think it's SmackDown. Watch. In the front row, there's always the same person. It's like a girl. I always think it looks like a driver's license photo. Okay. Because it's like an all-white background, and she's just sitting there. It's the same woman. She's got long, dark hair, and she gives very um, mild, muted reactions. But they're good, I guess. But I don't know. It looks like she's, like, recording from heaven. It's really weird, but she's on every single show. Okay. In the same spot. It's weird. And then I've always noticed how strangely there's always people when Raw's on with like the Raw t-shirts or SmackDown with the SmackDown t-shirts. Oh, they're I'm wearing like, like a red or a blue. Yeah. yeah wow. They're wearing the actual shirt. Yeah, because no one would have so that. I don't know if that's just because. Yeah. Maybe they would when they did like the, the draft, but not that many right, people. Right, exactly. It's so weird. And then there'll be people with just like a, just not like a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. It's just the WWE logo on their shirt. Who buys yeah, that? It, yeah, I see what you're saying. Just a, it's weird. I, 
And there was the one night, right, where, like, you were on AEW and NXT on the same night? No, I was watching AEW. It would have been cool if I was at AEW. But I was watching AEW, and then someone said, hey, are you on in the Thunderdome and NXT? And I'm like, no. That's right. They were using your footage from a different time you were on there, right? Yeah. Which people thought I was mad at, and I wasn't mad. I mean, that's in the terms of service, I'm sure. It's not that big of a deal, but it was just funny. Sure, well, that's what I figured they, like, when you said that they were pre-recording for the Hall of Fame, that's what I figured you meant was, like, terms of service. They were just pulling clips from, like, actual reactions. They do, but I guess that's too time-consuming. That's too funny. So there's just people sitting at home that are just being told, all right, we're going to need you to laugh. Go ahead and do a laugh. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and look look surprised. Oh, my, well, you can't believe this is happening. Go. <laughs> I mean, what? People, I would do that. If they, they told me I was going to be in the front row, I would I would absolutely do all Fair that. Enough. If they paid me to do it, I'd do it. Otherwise, like, yeah, I'd do it wearing an AEW you, shirt. I, <laughs> eh. I guarantee that's part of, like, they'd probably make you change your shirt if I saw that, right? Well, yeah, in the terms, in, when you sign up for a Thunderdome, they tell you no third-party, like, brands on your shirts or anything like that gotcha. so you couldn't even wear like adidas if you wanted to basically right yeah it's just covering their butts sure you know branding that's everybody that isn't just them that's fair enough yeah um okay cool cool um cool. what yeah. else we got about another 15 minutes or so andrade. Oh, we got andrade duh yeah what do you think about that where do you think andrade lands um well i just saw that um fightful had reported that who was it? Someone said that it wasn't about the money, but he was tired of sitting and catering every week. And, it, you know, it's such an interesting story. And, I mean, there's so much drama behind it. Like, what did Charlotte have to do? And I don't really want to speculate too much on that, I guess, because who knows? But it was very interesting that they denied the release, and then all of a sudden they granted it with no um, – what's that non-compete. called? Non-compete. Uh, no non-compete clause. Which is very is interesting, really interesting. I don't. It would be very interesting to hear like what actually happened behind the scenes. You know, did Charlotte have something to do with that? Gosh, I don't know. But I'm glad that he got his release because I mean they weren't doing anything with him. Yeah. I. If he wasn't happy, I mean that's, you know, you even if you're not using him, you want your talent to be happy, and if they're not happy, then you know just let them go. Don't just hold him hostage, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I don't think he, – he doesn't have any ill will towards WWE. I mean, he sat there and thanked, like, Triple H and everyone for giving him a chance. And, I mean, it, you know, WWE actually is the ones who unmasked him and showed us, like, what he looks like and showed us a different side of him. So, I guess, you know, in the way he should be thankful, it's just unfortunate that, you know, they didn't do – they didn't give him and utilize him to his full potential – but hopefully he's able to do that somewhere else. And hopefully now that he's got that WWE moniker next to him, that's kind of a big deal. He's a WWE, former WWE superstar. You know, a company, AEW, whatever, New Japan, down in Mexico, whatever. They'll, you know, draw a lot more money because of him. And I hope that he just, I hope he's happier, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, this is just me speculating. I, I, it's just a guess. But when you look at kind of the way that it was handled with Andrade, and you look at that in comparison to someone like uh, Brody Lee, for instance, who 
like had been asking for his release and like they held him to his contract and like it took forever with injury time right yeah yeah they'll do that too with yeah huber might have been one of those with the injury time they and they will do that they've done that to Rey mysterio in the past and stuff where like you know they'll they'll tack it on to the end of your contract for time missed and whatnot and uh the thing with Andrade, like, I have to believe that that has something to do with Charlotte. I don't think that Charlotte, like, would, like, demanded anything. But the company might be like, you know what? Like, it's probably just better off not to piss her off about this. You know, like... Yeah, especially her. Uh... Yeah, like, I mean, like, with, like Andrade seemed like a, well, like a well-liked guy. And he didn't want to be there anymore. And the company, you know, just, like, granted his wishes. And also, it's like why why even deal with that potential issue you know charlotte's one of your biggest stars she's gonna be there for life like just you know there's no point in in, you know if you're not gonna do anything with andrade anyways like why piss off charlotte in the process like just let just clean split um so yeah and and i think andrade's got a ton of options i mean i i obviously AEW is the the obvious um yeah, and I think he fits in well there. I think that him and Zelina should get back together, and they should be a, a pair wherever they go. Um, yeah, I like them together. Yeah, same here because they work so well uh, together, and they're both great uh, individually as like singles wrestlers. So like, it's I think that'd be really big for AEW's women's division. I think it'd be really big for um, AEW's men's division, like to have both of them and them. And I think it also helps the women's division kind of even just seeing like Zelina Vega wrestle in the ring and like Andrade being on the outside, like, you know, like giving her, uh, like, uh, man, like a manager, like how they're kind of manage each other. Like they're helping each other out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think that that would be good for, for everybody. And I think that ring of honor is another one to keep your eye on because he has, yeah. you know, he, he used to be the leader of, um, I'm so, I can't say that freaking name, Inkogobernables, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, Roosh is currently leading that group in Ring of Honor and, um, La Sombra, AKA, um, I, like that's I mean, it's all, it's all I his really guys. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he would go there. But I also think that Forbidden Door, you know what I mean? So like, even if he signed to, even if True. he signed to AEW it, or Ring of Honor, wherever, I think all these companies will work together. Like we haven't seen Ring of Honor. I think everyone except for WWE is working together. Honestly, I, I, I really same. do. I mean, we're we're getting MLW crossovers. We're getting, I mean, obviously the New Japan and Impact. I mean, there's a match over the collective weekend. It's Finn Juice, you know, who's a New Japan team who currently hold the Impact Wrestling Tag Team titles, are wrestling Violence is Forever, which is a team that signed to MLW over WrestleMania weekend. So it's MLW versus New Japan with the Impact titles. Like, it's crazy. Ooh, that's spicy. I yeah, like that. there's a lot of possibilities out there. So I think I think that um, I mean the the thing is I know there's people that'll be like, I mean how many XWB people are a a you know AW gonna sign? There's only yeah. so many people. There's there's already have an inflated roster. I'm always hearing people like, how's Joey Janela still signed? Even though I'm a Joey Janela fan, but he seems to be one that comes up all the time. And Sean Spears and stuff. People name names and they're like, why are these? My thing is this. Andrade fits anywhere. Like you make a spot for Andrade. Like he's he is still in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and let's face it, like there is a huge market of wrestling, like Hispanic wrestling fans. Like that is like a huge 
Mexican wrestling, Lucha Libre, all that, and, and, and professional wrestling will always be one with each other. So you always want to have, Absolutely. you always want to have Hispanic stars if you can. And Andrade is like, he's yes. that guy. Like, he's like an Eddie Guerrero level talent, in my opinion. Very. That's a perfect comparison. He, he really is. He's really incredible. He's so talented. Yeah. Is he on the level of Eddie Guerrero, like, career-wise yet? No. But he, he has, like, he is, I think he's potentially could be. You know what I mean? So Yes, the potential is there. The potential is definitely there. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm very happy for him. And I hope that this sets a precedent going forward where maybe there's more wrestlers who can get out of their contracts if they want and kind of use this as an example and be like, hey, y'all let Andrade. I mean, look at FTR. It took them forever to get out of their contracts. Like, yeah. and that's all I'm thinking is right. what's different between those people and Andrade? Well, he's with Charlotte yeah. and like they really don't want to, I don't think they want to mess with that. So. Yeah, I think, and and this is just me speculating and I, and I hope that it doesn't get taken too far. I feel like WWE isn't as like threatened by AEW as they were not like, not saying that AEW isn't a threat, but I feel like it's not as forbidden as it once was like, and this is not just saying like, Oh, Andrade should go to AEW. This is just me speaking in general, like about wrestlers and their contracts. I feel like at first, WWE was so threatened by AEW that it was like, no, we can't let anyone go there. We can't do this. No, 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 no. I think they've almost kind of surrendered to the fact a little bit, not completely, but a little bit to the fact that AEW's here. It's going to be here. You're not going to make it go away immediately. Um, I feel like they've done that like with Andrade's contract. And then, you know, you hear like Big Show signing with AEW or Paul White. And Vince McMahon calls him and, like, wishes him right. well and, like, wishes him the best. And then you have, like, Christian sort of low-key getting, you know, name-dropped by Paul Heyman on, was it Raw Talk or Talking Smack? Mm-hmm. You have these, like, kind of little, like, allowances. And they talked about Christian the- on The Broken Skull with Randy Orton. They had a whole segment about Christian. They, they didn't yeah, cut it out. They're not, they're not blacklisting people anymore because they've gone to AEW as much. I mean, who knows? But, and you know, you know, then you've got NXT moving to Tuesdays, and it's like it's not like they said, "Oh, we lost." It's just it works out better for everyone. I don't think, you know, you know what I mean. Like it just works out better, and it's not like Vince isn't as gung ho. Like we have to go head to head with AEW because they're beating NXT every week, basically, no matter what. Even if like NXT puts on this great, like high caliber show, AEW still has a bigger audience. And I feel like they've surrendered to that. And I don't know if... I mean, I, it just seems like... And it's good for the wrestlers. It's Like you said, it's good for the wrestlers. I hope that this is a precedent going forward. And I hope it isn't like something like, a, oh, Charlotte had a say in it. And, you know, Ric Flair had a say in it. You know what I mean? I do hope it's WWE being more open to letting some talent go. I mean, they've got so many people coming in. My God. They've got so many people assigned at the Performance oh, Center. Yeah. And, you know, they're kind of creating their own wrestler. Because, I mean, WWE has their own style. And they want wrestlers to wrestle their style. And why not just kind of create your own wrestler? Which is what they <laughs> if you're gonna... It's what they do. I mean, that's there's a famous, uh, I say famous. I'm sure it's an interview others have heard. Um, it was with, uh... oh, it was really good. I just lost it. It was, um. I just totally lost my train of thought. 
the um who did you just mention the last person you said right before christian not christian oh my god i just i just does that ever happen to y'all uh, where that just where you just like you just, um it was about the um the oh okay the new talent coming in and then making their own wrestlers there was an interview that i remember hearing years ago i can't remember who was doing the interview but it was a it was someone talking about john cena and it was somebody who's like who was like in the upper management. Um, I don't know if it was like a, it might've been, I don't want to misspeak, but it might've been like a Jim Ross or a John Laurinaitis or, or, uh, or a Bruce Pritchard. It was someone along those lines. And they were talking, they were yeah. talking about John Cena and how like 10 years ago they had personally like went up to John Cena and said like, Hey, we're like starting to run out of people for you. Like, you know, where you've, you've beaten all of our top, heels uh, we can only have you know this happened so many times before like we need to start we need to find you new opponents and their idea was to get aj styles bobby Roode, and james storm from impact and like those were going to be three guys that cena could potentially work with that he'd never wrestled before but were all three were ready to be main eventers and yeah. and john cena's response was why would we do that we create our own stars Whoa. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's the mindset is like exactly what you just said. You know, I don't think, you know, well. in Vince McMahon's mind and, you know, John Cena is kind of just like a byproduct of that because his whole career has been WWE. But that's kind of the mindset there. I think it really is like it doesn't really matter what you've done on the indies or in any other company. Like, that's why guys like Kevin Steen and El Generico and, and so many others, Hideo Itami, like, or Kenta, you know, like they like when they started with WWE, like they were already legitimate draws. Like they drew thousands of people at, at on the Indies and they, they sold eye pay-per-views and like they were draws and they had to come in there in the, in, in the basics class and, and showed that they could do somersaults and run the ropes and they had to do all this stuff all over again because like it just, it just didn't matter where they came from in the WWE's mind, which was wild to me. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. So wild. Really is. But, uh, yeah. yeah, is there anything else before we get out of here? We're, like, right at an hour. I know we got, like, some WrestleMania matches that have been announced and stuff. We can talk about a little bit. Uh, do you want to talk about The Fiend? Yeah, 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 for sure. What are your thoughts on all that? What are your thoughts on, uh, like, his new look and the way that, you know, Alexa Bliss beat Randy Orton one-on-one -on -one and all that stuff? <laughs> yeah, well, I saw Ricky put in a chat how Randy Orton's wife was pissed. As soon as I saw her straddling Randy Orton, I was like, his wife is going to be so mad. I said that I was about to tweet it, but I didn't want to tweet it because I felt like I just didn't think that was appropriate. And sure enough, she tweeted something. I was like, oh, my gosh. For one, it was like, you know what? They're doing this whole campy kind of thing. Randy Orton pukes up black tar or whatever. At the beginning. I'm like, okay, that's where we're going to go. You know, there's a fireball. And then, you know, the ref nopes out of the ring, which is hilarious. That was funny. That clip he posted like, was funny. Yeah, the ref, as soon as I saw it, I was like, that ref just peaced out. He was like, nope. Run like a bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. You know, the lights are falling. Yeah, yeah. You know, workers' comp is happening. Just, like, shenanigans are just afloat in the ring. And you knew The Fiend was coming back because, I mean, people are tweeting yowie wowie and just there's all sorts of cryptic stuff. You know, he comes out of the sewer looking like a dead Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> and 
it was creepy. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I think the mask is amazing looking. I think the suit looks really cool. But it looked really cool with, like, fog lights or fog, like, steam and, like, the creepy lights. And I think, I mean, it was, it's just, it's interesting. But, and it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I really love The Fiend. But the problem with The Fiend is you can, it's such a limited character. It's such a limited character. There's only so much you can do. Like, you cannot have with The Fiend a lights-up, just straight-up wrestling match. You can't. It's The Fiend. It just wouldn't make any sense. Why is a swamp creature fighting Randy Orton? Like, if you just turn on the TV, like, what is happening? What is this? It looks silly. But when you turn down the lights, and you have the whole aura, and you have the creepy music, and you've got Alexa Bliss all hypnotized. Ooh, I need to be careful, because my Echo Dot is out here. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to, like, go off and be all mad at me. Get us DMCA um, strike because it accidentally plays some music or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, you know, you've got that whole dynamic. It's cool. But at the same time, how far can you go with that? How far can you go? Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, what more can be done to destroy it? Like, like Randy Orton burned him alive yeah, right. in front of everybody. That's a good um, I mean, like, and granted, it's pro wrestling. I mean, we've seen the Undertaker buried alive and, and come back and stuff. I mean, it's we saw we saw. Um, uh, I keep I don't know why I keep wanting to say Paul Heyman, uh, Percy Pringle. Uh, why the why can't I Paul Bear? Duh. Um, I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Paul Bear. We saw like him get literally like in like uh, Undertaker like filled that whole thing with cement and it was like you know how could you yeah. ever come back from that yeah. you know? so it's like we've seen right. exactly it's like here's the thing okay so this character was literally burnt to a crisp comes back to life and you expect me to see him not kick out of an exactly. RKO like, expect me to actually see this man who is who fought death to kick out to not kick out to be pinned like it makes no sense. Exactly. Exactly. Um, super chat from Throwback. What's up, man? Welcome back. Throwback. Miss you. Yes. Good to see you. Uh, it says, ah, shenanigans. Alexa Bliss is living her best. Wait. Alexa Bliss is living her best character work, or is doing her best character work. I'm guessing. Uh, she is a huge Disney fan and horror fan. Best of both worlds. Love you guys. Love you yeah, too. Yeah. Appreciate that, Pat. Um. I know he's a big Alexa Bliss fan. He likes he likes the story. She is doing. She's very good at acting this. Even if you like it, if you don't like it, you have to admit she's doing a really good job acting this thing. Yeah, I'm just not into it. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I and here's and here's the thing. It's I don't blame anybody or I, or hold any judgment on people who like this. Um, if it's for you, it's for you. There's a lot of people who don't like the stuff I like about AEW. Trust me, I get I have those conversations all the time. Um, I defend AEW to its death uh, with pretty much everything they do and um, sometimes even in my own mind I'm kind of like yeah they had the, the person who's saying that has a pretty good point but like I gotta defend AEW I just gotta do it um, but um, but that's the thing with like the that's the thing with like the whole fiend character is like at first I really 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 liked it as a matter of fact I bought a like a limited edition Funko pop of his that I've got displayed. Cause I was like, this is going to be worth something. Like this is the character is going to be like, this is it. They finally figured out what to do with Bray Wyatt. 
And then, like, that whole Hell in a Cell thing happened when the match was a DQ in Hell in a Cell because, like, Rollins was going to use a sledgehammer. That ruined ruined it so bad. Yeah, that really, really, really set everything back. Um, Like, I like, I think the presentation, like, with his theme music and his entrance and all that stuff is great. But, like, I just... And here's the other thing. I'm not a horror fan. I'm not, like, I'm, that isn't my realm of, like, entertainment at all. So, like, when I saw, when I saw Bray Wyatt, it's funny because I thought Ivan Ooze and I saw someone make that meme on Twitter. But, like, it reminded mm-hmm. me of Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. Like, it was, like, oh, God, yes. you know, and to me, that was, like, corny. Um the mask looks like it took a lot of work. I mean, it looks like a Slipknot mask. I'm pretty sure it gets the stuff made by the same people who make Slipknot stuff. Um, so yeah. it's like high quality, but it's like his his actual gear just looked like it was, he was just wearing, I mean, it looked like they put no effort into like the gear he was wearing, but at the same time. It looked like he was wearing like a motorcycle, like you, you see people on motorcycles wear, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and I get it's supposed to be like he was burned. Like I, I get that, but like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they're, I don't know. I, it just isn't, and, and, and to be honest, like, I think the thing with him and Randy Orton has just been so overplayed and, and it's just been going on for too long. And I, it just isn't for me, you know, but, but if, but if you're a fan of it, that's fine with me too. Yeah. I'm a fan of horror and I love the mask. I love the creepy, like burned alive vibe. Like I love that. I eat that up. I think it's amazing. I just don't know how well it's going to translate to wrestling. Yeah. And that's my problem. Sure. And, and fair enough. I mean, that, and that's a really good point to make is like, what could possibly, we've seen him burned alive. We've seen every possible scenario. Like we've seen him like drown right in the river with Ron Strowman and stuff. Like we, we've seen this guy. We've seen him drown. We've seen him burn alive. We've seen him get smashed with a hammer, a mallet. Um, yeah, he's, he's been, I don't know. Like, over and usually in these kind of movies isn't like the fire usually like the end point like you get burned you get burned and it's like how are you gonna come back from that i don't know that's it yeah um no usually like in zombie movies it's a i can't say it on youtube but a blank to the head a blank to the head oh right yeah yeah (laughs) um kenny the bastard with super chat Thank you, Kenny. 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 South Park. Um, <laughs> Kenny. Uh, thank Kenny. you, Kenny. Uh, it says, just want to say, hey, Jesse, you're amazing, and we need the real money match. Soldier Boy versus Randy Orton. Randy hits his tights in his like tights. raw. In his tights like raw. Soldier Boy, come here. <laughs> Oh, oh, in, oh! In his tights. I thought he said hit his tights for some reason. Okay, no. I got it. Okay, um, that would be amazing. I thought they were going to go there. I thought the Miz was hinting at it the other night. If, but it was bad fun. Yeah, and which is, I mean, I saw that. I mean, I thought it was going to be a tag team match, but I guess bad. They got confidence that Bad Bunny can go. So, mm-hmm. um, once again, I'm not into it, but I know that Bad Bunny is like. And here's the the common theme, right? Unless it's Roman Reigns, basically with WWE, I'm just not into it at the moment. Like, I'm sorry, but but <laughs> like, I get I get the appeal there. Like, Bad Bunny, there's there's more people who know who Bad Bunny is than anybody who's currently in the WWE, like worldwide. So I get I get why yeah. the partnership makes sense. 
and he has a lot of fans and, and here's the thing he is a hardcore wrestling fan i will give him credit like he is an actual wrestling fan who's getting to live out a dream i couldn't like if, if, if that was me like i wouldn't want people hating on me just because like i was successful at something else and then i got to do what i always wanted to do so um you know yeah. I'll throw that out there too but yeah but yeah soldier boy we, me and Jesse are the same age. I mean, when we were in college, we were what, probably sophomores in college when that song. Superman. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You couldn't go five minutes without hearing you, that song. I can still do it. I can still do it. <laughs> you. Look <laughs> at that stuff. I can, still the, I can still do the dance with the little feet and then you slap your leg. And oh, it, yeah. gosh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, in, yeah it pretty much hasn't been relevant since then. So it's, it's interesting to see how these like because it isn't just rappers but it just happens to be in this example where like you have soldier boy who the last thing i had ever heard about soldier boy was a few years ago he was selling like bootleg video game systems that were like definitely illegal and he got i heard that that, (laughs) and then uh in like bow wow i hadn't heard of since fast and furious tokyo drift like a decade ago um and it's funny how now all of a sudden these guys are like these massive wrestling fans that are like trying to get in the WWE and it's like, no, y'all are just, so. but, but, you, but there's like, oh, there's like bad bunny where you, you hear about him and you're like, oh no, this guy's like actually a wrestler. Like, you know what I mean? It's one thing to be an actual wrestling fan and want to do this and be a celebrity or just be a celebrity who's just doing it for the bag. You know, that you can, there's a definite difference yeah. in what you get out of those people. Yeah. Um, Definitely for sure. Kogan Spore with Super Chat. Thank you. Thank you, Kogan. Yes, Kogan says the mask was actually designed by Tom Savini, creator of the gore effects in George A. Romero's dead movies, uh, like Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Oh, okay. Is it? it... He actually does, yeah, he does the Slipknot mask. Okay, too. that was that was same my guy. next question, if that's all the same guy. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Kogan. Thank you, Kogan. I, I figure that's why it took him so long to come back. It's because they had to get that mask done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that all goes. I mean, it's going to be Randy Orton and The Fiend at WrestleMania, and, like, we were both there when they wrestled at in Orlando. And that, oh, man, with the projector. Yeah, that sucked. The projector on it. Remember all oh, like, yeah, the magnets and stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the, they were, and, like, they were selling it, like, like, Randy Orton was, like, looking at the ring, like, all scared. It's like, Oof. yeah, yeah, that was dumb. Um, and then Randy Orton won too, and like nobody wanted that either. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, I was, that was, I was legitimately upset. Yeah. About that. Oh man. Remember he had the sperm snake when he came out. I completely forgot about Remember that. that. Yes, he had the sperm okay. snake. I'm gonna Ooh, have, I'm have to great. go back and rewatch. I have it pretty much pulled up on the network already, so I'll watch watch that. That's uh, man. What else is there? Like before we get out of here, we got. I mean, I'll say this real quick. I think um, I don't know if I've ever been less interested in a WrestleMania match as I am Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Um, I saw that they're building that. Oh my god! With the the train sound effects, can we talk about that? I just saw that. Um, I think like yesterday. I didn't even know this. Well, I. I hadn't been watching, but like I, I, I saw that on Twitter and I was like, what? And I clicked it and they actually did that, right? Like they actually piped in uh, the sound of a they train. They added a choo choo sound. Oh my God. And I don't know if there was chugga chuggas. I don't know if there was like chugga 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 while he's like running around, but there was definitely a choo choo. 
I, did you see the New Day thing where uh, Xavier Woods was playing AJ Styles? AJ Styles. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Strowman thing. That's so that's so lame. But once again, if if I was in the demographic of wrestling fans that the WWE is actually marketing towards, which are children, that might be cool. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's why my opinions of this show are going to be so strange because I like because I don't like it, but. If I was 10, I might, and that's who they're going after. So, like... <laughs> oh, my God. I remember Thomas the Tank Engine. Dude, I remember... Um, do you ever see the, the Filthy Frank video where he's talking about uh, weeaboos? Yes. <laughs> he's talking about yes. how he's like, like, oh, I just want a piece of that Tank Engine's ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a piece of, piece of person's ass. The helicopter's yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that helicopter's ass. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Only you would know that, too. I love that you do that, what I was talking about. I knew immediately where you oh were going. God, yeah, uh, I mean, I wanted to be Thomas the Tank Engine, but I grew up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. Um, throw, oh, uh, throw back with another, uh, another super chat. Thank you so much, Pat. It says... Thank you. Check out Fight Talks Twitch. He always plays my Twitch. I haven't been live on there in months. Oh. Uh, but yeah, if y'all want to support me over there, go for it. I'm, I'll, I'll be back on there soon. Retromania Wrestling finally dropped for the uh, Xbox One like yesterday. So I'm going to get that very soon, maybe even today. Um, so I'll be on there. It's Fight Talk underscore, um, just like my Twitter, if you want to check that out on Twitch. He says, support these guys. They're phenomenal. Thank you for both love and support. Jesse and Steven are both awesome. Thank you both. Thank you. Oh, he did another one. I have Quad C DJ come ride the train playing. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're always yeah. sunny. There was someone who actually tweeted about this and like I saw it and I thought it was hilarious. But the and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which is my favorite television show. There's an episode Do you want do you follow that show, Jesse? Yes. Everyone tells me I look like Oh that's eat. right. We've talked about this, duh. Um, I always forget because some people I talk to like on a regular basis, a few of my buddies like just, just won't give it a chance. So I can never remember like who those few people are, but, uh, the freight train, when they're talking about getting psycho Pete back and all that stuff, that was like their theme song. They're like trying to get him to like get in a line <laughs> with them and like do the song and everything. <laughs> I just like picturing that with Braun Strowman. We're just like, come and ride the train. Right it. He's just running around the ring just shoulder tackling people. Oh my god. Oh man. Braun Strowman should Braun Strowman needs to do that. He would be instantly over. <laughs> I mean, they gotta do something, I think. I I couldn't I mean what the heck was going on? They've got choo choo noises, they've got slime, they've got hopscotch. What is going on? So I missed, I completely missed the hopscotch. I don't even know what happened there. I, this is the first, I actually, this is the second I'm hearing about it, but I didn't go out of my way. I did see a picture of Strowman covered in what looked like Nickelodeon Gak. So. Yes, it was slime. He, I, it was so funny because uh, Shane McMahon pulls out this bucket and I just jokingly immediately said, was that a bucket of slime? <laughs> and then it was. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I was right. What? How does that even so like? Dumb. Like, was he was that in like was he hopscotching was before slime. that or like was it a kid segment? What was? Yes, I don't. He was hopscotching before. I don't know what was going on. I wasn't really paying attention. I think I fell asleep. And then I woke up and there was a bucket of slime, and I don't know what I. It's 
to me, it feels like Vince McMahon saw how much money the NFL and Nickelodeon made collabing together, and he wants that. He wants that bag. That's what it looks that like. Might, to me. I mean, that I might not, be a bad idea, though, to be honest. No, it wouldn't. It would be amazing. A slime zone in WWE at WrestleMania, that'd be incredible. But I don't know. It just, it, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what. I, it's just frustrating yeah it's and you know this whole thing is gonna be it's it's all gonna be just for Strowman to like throw shane off something really high at wrestlemania so you throw him off that pirate ship that pirate ship's there throwback says it reminded him of double dare and you can't see that or you can't do that on television yeah two classic shows they even mentioned that wwe on fox said you can't do that in wwe or something Mm. like that They they put those feelers out there they should bring back nick arcade they shouldn't, and Xavier Woods should be that'd the host. Be, that's his, like, dream. so awesome. Um, nope. Especially with the technology now. They were able to pull off the whole, like, green screen being in a video game thing in the 90s. It'd probably be so much better now. Yeah. yeah. That's totally off topic, though. Anything else? Um, I mean, it looks like uh, we're going to have Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman in a triple threat, which I think will be good. It'll, it, I mean, everyone, they're fine. all good, so. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, well, I'm good we'll with do that. a full WrestleMania predictions, obviously. Like, I mean, I guess the show's coming up soon. Um, maybe, like, next week or the week after. Is it the week after? Yeah. We'll do, like, full-on predictions. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do, like, a big super show. Yeah. And shout-out to Bobby Lashley. I love seeing him as the champion. He deserves it. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. Oh, and also, on um, the WrestleMania, something that I'm looking forward to talking about uh, next week, too, is... We're gonna finally get the debut of Omis, right? So like, it's him and uh, AJ. That's right, him and AJ. That's against right. the New Day, right, for the tag That's titles. Right. Yes. I'm yes. Looking forward to that because, like I've been saying, if they if the guy can wrestle even a little bit, strap the rocket ship to him. Yes, absolutely. He's so cool. Yes, and he looks like he would be yeah. completely unbeatable. Um, He's scared. I love yeah. it. I love it. All right. Me too. Cool. Well, that uh, yeah. that probably do it. Let me uh, let me get the sponsor stuff pulled up real quick. Jesse, if you can kind of let everybody know um about the channel and what they should do and thumbs up and all that stuff. Okay. And by the way, super chats donations. If you send any of that while Jesse's talking or while I'm plugging the sponsors, we'll make sure to address any super chats or donations before we log off. We will definitely still get to them. Of course, we will. So. As always, we love our chat. Thank you so much, chat, for being so amazing during this. It's incredible. I've missed you guys. We've missed y'all. You're incredible. If you like what you see, if you like this, if you enjoy the chat, please do give this video a thumbs up. It really helps us out. Helps out the algorithm to let other like-minded, amazing people know to check us out. And if you're not already subscribed, please do subscribe because especially right now with the chaos of being a new mom, you never know when I'm going to go live and when Steven's going to be available to go live. So we just kind of plan it together like the day before if that or maybe the same day and then we just go live so what you want to do is you want to subscribe and you want to put push that little bell button to get all the notifications so you get notified when we go live so you can be in this amazing incredible chat really means a lot to us please subscribe tell your friends it's incredible thank you so much everybody for being so freaking cool we love you guys everybody thank you so much for the super chats really does help us out really does help support us especially right now with everything going on with me, with Steven, super helps us out. So we really, really do appreciate it. Yes, we very, very much do. And like Jesse was saying, like literally 
<laughs> it's usually the day before the day of when we we can kind of find out if our schedules are are gonna you know be able to do this and we're trying to get back on track and doing this as a regular thing with the two of us and getting jesse back on camera again soon um so mm-hmm. like thank you all very much for the support um even when jesse was out when i was bringing other people on and stuff very very much appreciated um as far as the sponsors go i guess i need to pull this up it's been a minute i'm a little rusty Actually, I don't want to put that on the screen. Let me make sure I don't have my email up. Let's try. Let's try this. Yeah, that'll do. Okay, so I have a uh, a live ad read here for Music City Toys and Collectibles. Let me get it pulled up. All right. So as you see here on your screen. We have Music City Toys and Collectibles, a sponsor of the show. They are awesome. They're hooking me and Jesse up with some mystery boxes soon so we can show y'all more about the stuff that you can buy from there. Um, But this is what they're all about. So, founded in 2002, formerly known as Heroes and Legends, Music City Toys and Collectibles is your southern fried source for vintage and modern toys, autograph memorabilia, and all things pop culture. Visit their brand new retail location opening May 1st at 101 West Main Street in Waterton, Tennessee, Keep up to date with all their special in-store signings, online sales, and convention appearances at musiccitytoys.biz and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Music City Toys. And a big reason why this is so important, y'all, May the 1st, 101 West Main Street, Waterton, Tennessee. This is Nashville, Tennessee, for those of you unfamiliar. I'm going to be there live in the house on May 1st. I'll be doing, not. I thought I was going to go there and just like get some autographs and do like a short interview. It turns out that I'm actually going to be running the Q&A session with Dan the Beast Severn. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have, I think what the plan is, is they're selling 30 tickets. So if y'all can, if y'all follow Music City Toys and Collectibles or check out, you know, their Facebook page and stuff, they have links to get tickets for this. There's 30 still available um, as, the, as the last time I talked to the guys over there. So we want to get this place packed out. It's going to be me and Dan Severn, who's, of course, a UFC Hall of Famer uh, and a legend of professional wrestling as well. I think we're going to watch some of his UFC fights with him, like in the room and like on a projector or a big screen or uh, however they're going to have it set up. We're going to watch some of his matches and then we're going to have an open mic where I'm just going to take questions from the fans and we're going to uh, have a good time with uh, with Dan the Beast Severn and, and get some action figures autographed by him, too, which I'm looking forward to. So. Huge shout out and huge thank you to Music City Toys and Collectibles for everything you're doing for the podcast. Also, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. As always, the prizes are insane for their giveaways and, of course, their contests. Right now, they have three different uh, belt raffles going on. The first one, these are all for $1, by the way, $1 entries. The first one we got here is the NXT Belt Bash Giveaway. There's going to be three winners. Someone's going to get a NXT replica heavyweight title. Someone's going to get a North American title. And someone's going to get a set of tag team titles. All for $1, hypothetically speaking. If you throw in three bucks, you could win four championship belts in that one. Completely insane. The winner for that one's going to be announced right after um, the TakeOver shows. We have the Stone Cold giveaway. Once again, just $1. There's going to be one winner and one belt. They're giving away... The Steve Austin Legacy title, which um, I can't really describe if you're not looking at the screen or if you're hearing the audio version of this, but it's really badass. It's like this metal slash silver looking uh, 
title belt with Steve Austin's skull logo in the middle, and I think they only made 500 of them. Yeah, it says, it says on the thing, actually. Um, one of 500. So they've only made 500 of these belts. So really, really cool stuff, and it could be yours for $1. And then there's another one going on right now, um, the Legends of WrestleMania belt giveaway. This, once again, only $1. Uh, they are giving away a custom WrestleMania moments belt that I've actually never even seen before. It's in the middle of it. It's Daniel Bryan holding up the two world title belts at the end of WrestleMania 30 and the side plates or other WrestleMania moments. These belt, the belt looks badass, And, uh, the other winners are going to get a classic stone cold Steve Austin smoking skull title belt. The other is going to get a Brahma bowl rock custom belt. Uh, that belt was actually never even used on WWE TV, but I know I've heard the story of it, and I remember it being in some of the old video games and stuff. And it's a badass looking belt with the Brahma bull on the on the front of it. So, I mean, hypothetically speaking, if you were to spend, we got three, four, five, six, seven. You could spend seven dollars and win four, five, six, seven. You could spend seven dollars and win eight world championship belts. Like that's completely insane. Um, thousands of dollars worth of title belts right here. So. Check it out. Get involved. And they'll have a pick em contest for WrestleMania also where you'll be able to enter and actually pick winners and losers of matches and all that stuff. And they'll probably have a bunch of cash involved in that. So get involved. Jump on WrestleRumble.com and make sure to follow them on social media at WrestleRumble. And also shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. He is a boxing coach. He is an owner of Steel Boxing and Athletics. He works with Parkinson's patients. He can help you in a wide variety of ways. If you want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, learn self-defense, if you want to compete at an amateur or a professional level in kickboxing, MMA, boxing, whatever it is, Brian can help you out. If you have any kind of neurological issues, such as Parkinson's or MS, anything like that, Brian's certified and helping in those cases as well. So it doesn't matter what, like, what size you are, what skill level you are, what kind of shape you're in, nothing like that. Brian can help you no matter what, no matter what, what level you're at or what position you're in or what your background is or anything. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, you can meet him at his gym. He can meet you in person. He can, you know, whatever, your business, at a park, whatever works best for you. And if you're not, he'll help you remotely. He'll do Zoom calls, Skype sessions, all that stuff, and help you reach your goals anywhere in the world. Make sure to give him a follow on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. It's the best way to to book sessions with him, just slide in those DMs. And, uh, and shoot them a follow. And just like with all of our sponsors, if you let them know that myself and Jesse sent you that way, I promise you get some good deals. And um, independentwrestling.tv, I can't stress this enough, y'all. I'm so fortunate to have a code for, these, for, this, uh, for this website. They have some awesome wrestling. Tomorrow, Southern Underground Pro, which is my favorite wrestling company in the world. They're based out of Nashville, Tennessee. They're finally back tomorrow. They're airing the show on IWTV tomorrow night. I think it's at like 9 or 10 Eastern. Um, I'm going to be doing a live chat during part of it, but I'm going to definitely... They, they filmed three shows, and it's great to have stuff back. You can watch independentwrestling.tv or IWTV.live. Either link will get you there. Use code FIGHTTALK, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K, with no space, all is one word. That'll get you five free days on the service. So you can watch sup this weekend you can watch any other shows that you want to watch the whole back catalog of thousands of matches hundreds of promotions and it helps the podcast out a lot uh and lets them know that uh that you're listening and that you um that you're taking some of these match recommendations and checking them out for yourself so um so use code fight talk on independentwrestling.tv or iwtv.live 
and um and yeah watch some free pro wrestling for five days so that'll do it for all that stuff and i did see we got a super chat during all that another one from kogan heck yes thank you kogan it's a really good question yes thank you kogan with a 20 dollar super chat it's a big one thank you um says i was debating this with doug doug of course is the guy i'll be doing the live chat with tomorrow night says i'm so so i'm curious what you guys think is bray a great worker for his dedication or character performing i argue he accomplishes something that goes beyond a quote-unquote six-star match people like omega do so i guess the question is like is 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 bray a great pro wrestler because he's so dedicated to his gimmick I think you know uh, to me the question was like like will he be remembered like in his legacy as like a good pro wrestler because the extent of his gimmick work or like I guess because the extent that he goes to for his character work that's like a really good question I feel like I feel like he'll be remembered as a great like wrestler I do I I enjoy his in-ring work I don't think he's like the greatest ever he's not like fantastic but he's a good wrestler He's flexible. <laughs> he does a cool thing to Abigail. But I do think the depth at which his, he, he brings these characters to life. And, you know, if you look back at, like, Bray Wyatt, he, like, literally described how The Fiend came to be, like, six years ago. Like, something insane. Like, he's had this vision for such a long time. And you go back to, like, the Wyatt family promos. You go back to when, like... To me, a good pro wrestler, it's like, how did it make me feel? So it's like when Daniel Bryan turned on the Wyatt family, that made me feel great. Like when The Fiend like debuted and he had this incredible entrance, how did that make me feel? It made me feel awesome. You know, obviously it was ruined with Seth Rollins in that stupid match, but still, how did I feel then? I was mad because I loved The Fiend so much and I wanted The Fiend to be so great and I thought the character was had so much more, deserved so much better than that. It made me feel emotions and it made me feel it suspended my disbelief. You know what I mean? And I, and to, for me personally, and I'm sure for other people who are like pro wrestling purists, they would say otherwise. But, but I think for me personally, I would say, yes, I feel like he's a great wrestling character. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the thing with, Bray, I don't think has necessarily ever been his talent. It's been like the way they've booked themselves into these weird corners with him over and over again. Where, like when he was when the Wyatt family first first got you know came onto the scene with uh, with Harper and Rowan, like I felt like that was such a can't miss. Like it was so different, and he was so good in the ring for a guy his size and his mic work, and it was a very intriguing character. And then he lost to John Cena at WrestleMania 30, and everyone was like, oh, he's just everyone else, damn. Um, and then he rambled on for, like, five more years about God knows what. I mean, he was just... I mean, turned out that a lot of it was, like, related to what The Fiend wound up being. <laughs> but, like, you know, there was years where he was just kind of, like, cutting the same promo every time he was out there. And then, like, he lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think it would have been great for him to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. You know, like, there's there was all these... That would have been good, yeah. Like, it's like a whole bunch of what Yeah, ifs. and like, honestly, if they were going to break the streak at WrestleMania 30, I think it should have been Bray and not The Undertaker. I think that would have done wonders for him. 
Absolutely agree. Absolutely. So, you know, there's there's just been a lot of missed opportunities. And then the whole Fiend thing, like you said, and like I mentioned earlier, I, I think that there have been points during this that it's been really good and really intriguing. But now it's at a point where, like, I don't know what can... I, I'm at a point with the character where I don't know what they can do to salvage me caring about him. Um, you know, I know there's fans that will disagree, though. There's probably plenty of fans that, like, saw what he's done the last, like, week, and they're like... Oh, like I'm back in. Like this is the new version of the fiend and all this stuff, and and I get that, and I hope for him. Like I hope the best, but like I feel like we're gonna be having the same conversation in a few weeks, like after WrestleMania or maybe a month after WrestleMania. Yeah. Where we're going, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now what with Burned Fiend? Now what happens? You know, does Burned Fiend heal? Hurt heal? Right. He's hurt. Well, he? and also, how much of this? How much of this is going to be used as a vehicle to make Alexa Bliss the actual star of this whole story? You know? Which, True. What happens then? Which I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I mean, I could see the WWE doing that. Like, I could see the WWE having The Fiend play a backseat to Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, I could see that, but at the same time, it's very easy for that. I think they've written that character in so much that she can just kind of snap out of it. Something will make her snap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or they need to keep recruiting. Because I've seen all those rumors about like where the hell has Bo yes. Dallas been? It's like this this would be yes. perfect. Like have Bo Dallas come out as yeah. some demented, weird like he's been he hasn't been seen in the last year because he's been in the Firefly Funhouse or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's been stuck. He's been stuck. He believed too right. hard. Yeah. He believed too hard. Um. <laughs> well, that's probably a good probably a good spot to end this week. This is good. We wound up going about a half hour longer yeah, than I expected. Good. Perfect. Good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Fight Talk underscore if you want to. That's uh, really all I've got to plug outside of the sponsors. Um, and, you know, look out for the Fight Talk podcast feed. I'll have the audio for this uploaded, you know, tomorrow or Friday. I have my interview with uh, with um, Zoe, a.k.a. Gemma Jules, coming out. That'll be tomorrow, audio form on the Fight Talk podcast feed. Um, and all that good stuff, Jesse, make sure everyone knows like one more time, like all the stuff you got going on and make sure you're using like the, the, uh, Papa John's codes and all that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you can follow me on Twitter at Jesse the Buckeye. Um, also you can subscribe to my only fans if you want to like actually talk to me like in DMS and stuff. Cause I don't go into my DMS on Twitter, my Instagram and my Facebook are private. So don't, don't try and find me there. Um, so yeah, onlyfans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. That's the best way to just support me immediately and my family other than this amazing YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, and then obviously I do have, if you want to order pizza for WrestleMania and you want to order some Papa John's, you can use my code, J-E-S-S-I-2-5. That's Jesse25 for 25% off your entire order. It works. It's great. Saves you a ton of money. It's fantastic. We use it all the time. I've got a ton of people who use it. <laughs> yes, subscribe, yes. 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 Subscribe. And yeah. Like, like, like. You got to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're just <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all my stuff. There you go. Like <laughs> and subscribe. And uh, everybody who sees my Twitter right now, look at that banner. This Friday, the return of the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Get hyped, y'all. I'm hoping it. Mighty Ducks, Senior Citizen Silver Edition. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, 
I've been, I'm pretty worried if I'm not if I'm being honest, but I'm 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 optimistic. You know, it's a it's it'll be it's great. A, it'll it's be a great. series, so it won't be like we'll see you over the next few weeks how it's going. But um, watch that on Disney Plus if y'all got it. Everyone, I'm a huge Mighty Ducks fan. I was a, a massive fan of the movie yeah. as a kid. So yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's Disney Plus. They'll do it. They'll do it right. I hope so. I sure hope so. Quack Attack is back, Jack. Yes. All right, y'all. My baby. Jump. (laughs) Anything left from you, Jesse? I'm about to sign it off. Nope, I'm good. All right, y'all. Don't know when we'll be back, but, you know, stay up to date with my Twitter. I'll make sure to post when me and Jesse are live, and also make sure to post when I'm live on other channels. And uh, Fightful Select Weekend, or listen to that on Sunday, and uh, and all that good stuff. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll be back sometime soon. Maybe Tuesday again, Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll figure it out. But uh, but yeah, yep. see y'all later. Have a good one.